The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes Hey, welcome to the Formula Sports Talk. We are live here on a Tuesday morning. We were just wondering if the show was going to start. We were just talking. I said, the show was on? We were just talking. We're jamming. But, but as uh, Deborah was saying, we got a lot to talk about. We were saying it off the air. Or maybe I was. We, okay. I was saying it to the universe, saying, uh, hey, we got a lot to talk about. We do about. have a lot yeah, to talk turn about. Us in here. I want to talk about the um, what's news and what, what's not news. Um, that being the Tebow situation going to New England. We can get into that. <laughs> We can get into that. And also, I want to talk about uh, Chad Cinco, Chad uh-huh. Ocho. Ocho. No, he's, he's Chad Johnson there because that's yeah, where he's is. going to prison. That's Chad Johnson. Yes, it's legal. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I think that Ocho Cinco thing was his his stage name, his entertainment when he was playing ball. Mm-hmm. And he was hoping to get another chance to do that. Let's talk about the uh, NBA finals. Uh, we've got a Clancy Corners. Uh, we have a down and dirty segment with Deborah. And uh, Cindy Liska is on a. Res- what is she on? Uh, retreat, 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 yeah. retreat is there the word. I was it's another R word. Yeah, because yeah. the pictures I saw, it was it was beautiful pictures. Yeah. So uh, somewhere in Colorado. She's uh, seeking cool country, unlike here. Which will I will be in Colorado? Let me uh, shout out to everybody who's in Midland, Texas. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been in Midland, Texas? Uh-huh. No, I have not. Oh yeah. They say all roads travel through Midland, Texas, uh-huh. <laughs> and it's crazy. It's a big, huge oil uh, business out there, and then oil is coming back, and what they're doing. That's probably the uh, nonsense that Bar- Barack Obama's doing. You're going to go uh, out there and spread oil all <clears throat> over your body. All over in glycer. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I was just out there doing a camp. I'm going to um, Denver this weekend to do the same thing. So I might bump into Cindy if she's still out there. I don't know. Colorado. Your neck of the woods. That's, is that your favorite team, Alex? That's where I went to school. So, I mean, maybe, but... <laughs> Could be if they win. Because I didn't actually where you were, went. I didn't actually where you go to went to school. No, they were uh, they were number three in the country when I was a freshman. So I in in football. So I've I've always uh, been following Colorado football, even though they've been in the dark ages the past few years when they hired Dan Hawkins out of Boise State, and um, he started to sign a quarterback, and it was all downhill from there. What about the coach they fired? You think he should have got fired? Uh, I mean, it it wasn't fair. It w- it wasn't fair to him. But uh, it's it just you think he should have got fired. It, there's so much. Yeah. I mean, you should. I mean, that's just that's the nature of the beast. There's so much luck involved with timing when it comes to college sports that um, a lot of coaches don't uh, don't get the chance to to recruit and and if coach you, good players. If you're an athletic, exactly. If you're an athletic director, how long do you give a coach to? I mean, I turn think, a team around. I think three years. I mean, yeah. I think that you you need at least one year with a recruiting class that you bring in, and that's that that's your whole thing. Remember with. Uh, with uh, Notre Dame, with Charlie Weiss's guys that he, that um, that their coach now had, did Brian, did Brian Kelly have some of Charlie Weiss's guys? Charlie Weiss had everybody's guys. He's, yeah, so he's he, had, always, he had Ty Willingham's he, guys. Yeah, and he was success, successful with those guys because it, Ty Willingham had a chance to recruit. Yeah, 
but he didn't get a chance to coach throughout right. uh, throughout the uh, because maturation you, of, his, of his own guys. As, as I won't say it's rare these days because the athletes are what they are. They're exceptional now, even coming out of high school as freshmen. But Willingham didn't get a chance to mature those young boys to men, maybe around the end of their sophomore, early junior year, where you like to see the uh, the fruit of your labor exactly. getting those yeah. guys from mm-hmm. high school. Because they know how to play high school football, <clears throat> and they mature, and they're the big man on campus. When you come here, you're in awe. I go to Notre Dame. There's a, only a certain criteria you can get in Notre Dame. Everyone can't get in Notre Dame. So I don't know how much awe that takes place. That's why it was always relevant um, in the early uh, 80s, 90s. They was always a relevant team because if you go there, you had something about you that you knew you was on a big stage and you could perform. Uh, Weiss, Charlie Weiss, I didn't think the firing of uh, Willingham was warranted. You say it was, I mean, some things like the Colorado firing is fair. It was the nature of the beast, I think you said. I didn't think that was fair because they've fired no other coach without um, that hasn't finished their contract. Yeah. I didn't think he had a chance to to groom his recruits and get those guys familiar with his philosophy. Well, and I agree with Alex too that it's, it takes three years, you know, to bring your guys in to set your culture up to have the guys become um, used to the culture and start uh, playing together and then groom them because you're right when they come out of high school into college it's a whole different ball game just like going from college into the pros it's like you're not in college anymore it's a whole different feeling um, and the coaching is different yeah, I mean it takes a special individual to coach a place like Notre Dame I mean I see Notre Dame as like uh, the co- the college football equivalent of Duke in college basketball because you only get a certain amount of guys that can actually do well in school at, at the specific institution. And being being the higher learning that it is, it's difficult to get those guys, groom them while they have their their, their actual student athletes. In Notre I, Dame. I think all schools should be a higher learner. If, if Notre Dame and Stanford is the standard, then let that be what it is. Um, I think you should. Um, well. People go to Kentucky for a reason. People go to Alabama for a reason. Right. Big, well, athletic, they go for those. I think right. they go to but, those schools. But it's, also, but it's also not Notre Dame or Stanford right. uh, academically. And, and Notre Dame and Stanford would, would seem, they would go the distance to be seen as this is not just for athletics. But you recruit, uh, I guess you recruit the, the smartest guys um, who, who did their work in high school, SAT guys. You go after those ACTs and SAT guys, but you're also looking for guys who can play ball. And it's Absolutely. always a benefit. As far as a coach and his tenure, I say four years, and that fourth year is an option. Because in, in, unlike basketball, I'm only getting a guy for one year. I know this. If I'm going to, because uh, normally these guys can go straight out of high school, right. but they can't go straight out of high school anymore. So it's the understanding if I go to Kentucky, possibly Kansas, Duke, uh, North Carolina, that that. I can leave in one year if I'm that if I'm good enough. Even if I'm sought after and uh, high school, I know I'm going here for one year. Which is a huge incentive for the player if they play it right to know that if they do well that first year that they're going to be looked at strong. Yeah, I mean you literally only have to go to one semester of colleges, one semester of classes. You just got to enroll. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever you have to do to get through your season and not be academically on academic probation. En- enroll, and then you're gone. Enroll and then take cl- classes online. Yeah. yeah. Take all one on one classes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Menzel, yeah. Exactly. Uh but that, that option, that fourth year option, that's up to the uh, program. That's up to the athletic department or whomever hired the guys. But you need three years to for someone to adapt your philosophy. Remember they, they had them for four years in high school, possibly four years in high school, and maybe they come from a successful football franchise where they had four years to groom that guy. Now they gotta get him over to um the University of Kansas or Notre Dame or, you know, schools who I say Notre Dame and the bigger schools. 
Well, that's the thing. When you've got guys coming out of college, or excuse me, out of high school, they've all played for different types of coaches at different levels within the high school, and now they're coming into college, and the coach has to figure out who does he have, you know, as far as a player and how have they been coached in the past, and how can I coach them now in order to get the best out of them. Yeah, and having said that, a coach only has to get lucky once. All you have to do is get to one national championship game, get one crazy run in you, and then you will then be sought after as a coach. You can go wherever you want, and you can take as much time as you'd like. Before we move on, how do you explain Charlie Weiss? They gave him way too much money. He didn't care. I mean, I, I feel like he was he was highly touted coming from uh, from New England, winning Super Bowls, whatever, and then he goes there. I That was unprecedented in college football at that time. I mean... Uh, Nick Saban now makes that kind of money. He just sold his boathouse for twelve mil, or, or or whatever, or his uh, his lake house for twelve mil. Now there's money in coaching in the in uh, in in NCAA football. And Charlie West got what ten year, hundred mil, or something stupid like that. There's there's only a handful of coaches like that that can get those commando salaries. Charlie Weiss, I think his um, more so his persona come from being in the NFL, coaching in the NFL, sure. and having that well, great and having that great uh, mind, uh, having a good mind. With the New England Patriots, and the success of the New England Patriots um, keeps getting him jobs because everywhere he's been collegially, he's not been successful. Well, and some right. of these college coaches now that the NFL has looked at them and you know even offered them a contract, and the college coaches are going, "Why? Why mm-hmm. would I want to? Why would I go into that level of pressure and that amount of work day and night when I can be here at well, college and be the you know the grand poobah the you know, entire campus right. uh, and do what I do best. But right. going backwards from the end, well, technically going backwards from the NFL to college football is you're given this inherent, in this inherent power. Like look at Jim O'Brien was given the reins at Penn State. He, that's another, that's another Belichick guy. I mean, when you have, wait, Belichick is, is very different because you have so many guys that were under his tutelage, you know, uh, Romeo Cornell, um, uh, Mike Holmgren, they were all, they were all Belichick guys. And, when you go to the and Norm Chow when, when he was with USC, you have all these guys that come back from the NFL and they're already they're going to get paid just because, as you said, of their name and, and of the franchise they were with in the NFL. Two things I think um, it's a good old boy system. I think sure. a lot of them get hired, uh, which which should be the first thing is success. If you're successful, you're going to get jobs. Right? Because um, I would take a chance on it. Well, he wasn't successful here, but his previous job before that. Maybe he just didn't fit that. Change situations. Exactly. Right. So I'm, let me see if he fit my type of philosophy uh, as an athletic director or as, as a program or direction I want the program to go. And, and he gets another job. But that's the second thing that should be first. But the first thing I said was, it's a good old boy system. These guys get hired because mm-hmm. of who they know. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just life in general. It's relationships. So I, I can't even make an argument or, or do too much about that with, that with that comment because it's just life as it goes. That's the same thing in business. Yeah. Business, exactly. exactly. Yeah. That's all I mean, it is. And Belichick was the luckiest one of them all. They they got Tom Brady. He yes. took the new. He was one of the worst. I mean, he was an awful coach, uh, numbers wise, with the Browns. And he went to he went to New England. They drafted this kid out of Michigan in the sixth round or whatever. And the rest is history. So I mean, you have to get lucky to to be successful. Tom Brady NFL, was lucky too because the quarterback got hurt. Right. If he, if, there if, you go. Yeah. If he didn't get hurt, Tom Brady is. Uh, he, he's probably Aaron Rodgers. Sure. He still was going to be successful, but right. he's he's sitting around well, like Aaron yeah, Rodgers. And that's that's yeah. not to say that's not to take away any talent from him because that happened to Matt right. Castle. Matt Castle got a contract, and you haven't heard from him since. Exactly. So you have to be a special player to get that chance. But that's why I say this, too. And And on the other side of things, exactly, I say this. Matt Castle had that same opportunity Brady had. They got to the playoffs. They were 12-4 and when he got that contract So Brady with Kansas City. And it comes down to your wits, your smarts. Brady has to be smart because that's the system. 
because Matt Castle could be successful. But at the time, the, the momentum and the the uh, the height, the the attitude that these guys had was on a high. So it was tough for them to lose games anyway. They went eleven to five under Matt Castle, Matt Castle. and and they didn't um and they didn't even um, make the playoffs. Right. But what that did for him was prepare him to higher standards as a quarterback. Well, if he can run this system, well, it's a system. Anybody can run a system when you put them in there and if you adapt the philosophy. But when you got to go somewhere else, everything changes. Right. And football is the same across the board. The only thing changes is the verbiage. Sure. The route tree is still the same. The right. coverages are still the same. Uh, you add a twitch here and there. It's more schematic than anything. The schemes yeah. and all. The, the, you line up a guy here one day and you show him one thing when you're doing the other. That's, yeah. Across and the board, it's the same. It's just how... What players you have on the field to make that stuff work? And Ryan Mallett is the heir apparent. He's the Aaron Rodgers Coming of, up. of New England right now because right. he's oh my god he's going to be so good. Speaking if they of, hang um, on to him, speaking of New England and um, Mallett, if they hang on to him, well they just got drafted Tebow. I mean, sorry, they just signed Tebow. Right. Is this news that Tebow signed, uh, or he's that he's in New England, or is this news more so that he's playing football uh, again? I think that he's because still it's not a, it's not a big deal. Yeah, exactly. To me, it's not a big deal. Tim, Tim Tebow is, is without is not without talent. He's he's a there's a place for him on a football team. But as far as quarterback, he hasn't proven himself that he can be a quarterback. You could talk about eight games he won in Denver. Well, you better talk about that defense that mm-hmm. put him in position. Well, he was playing on arena football every time he he came out there in right. Denver. Okay. Yeah, it was a unique situation. And he was in Pittsburgh. And when they played Pittsburgh and beat Pittsburgh in the playoff, um, not to take away anything from um, the Denver Broncos while Tim Tebow was the quarterback, um, they didn't even have – one of their players couldn't play – but that's Pittsburgh's fault. That's their concern. Denver doesn't have to worry about that because he has sickle cell. He can't play in high altitude. So uh, uh, everything fell in place for Tim Tebow, and it should. Maybe he was, you know, you talked about the Tim Tebow and who he is as a person. He's a great person. I've never met him. I'm going from the outside looking in. Well, actually, I have met him, but you played I, golf with him, didn't you? No, uh, shut up, Alex. Oh, uh, you, I thought you did. Uh, <laughs> I, thought you t- I thought you told oh, me. Oh, that know was what? one of those. I apologize. Oh, <laughs> so are you either you're lying? So not a full shut up. Oh, um, oh. <laughs> it's just. A sh- and, and you know, yeah, I didn't <laughs> I play plenty of those in my life. I didn't okay. play. Um, <laughs> he must, stood by one of those. He must be like Dennis the Menace. Then he's like, no, I didn't play golf. We didn't play together. We was playing in the same tournament, tournament. and uh, we did do the waste management um, mm. poker tournament, which was. Which he ended up winning somehow, somewhere. I, I, He's got God on his side, baby. Come on. We're going to take a break. <laughs> he had a different hand to play than everybody else. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. We're going to take a break. We've got a minute. We're going to finish up. Uh, we're going to come back on some Tim Tebow, and we want to get into uh, Clancy's Corner. Have to talk about Chad Ochocinco. Well, Ocho was out of there. We'll talk about Chad Johnson and, yes. uh, and the things he's done. flagship station for sports voice america sports the job of a professional athlete is never complete in life after the game host lamar campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world you'll understand the goals motivations and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career tune in to life after the game with lamar campbell every tuesday at 2 p.m eastern time 11 a.m pacific time on the voice america sports channel sports and medicine go hand in hand quite simply if you aren't up to your game health-wise 
you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. As Deborah's, uh, oh no, this is Alex music. As uh, yes. super talk right over it, baby. <laughs> this is Alex. Talk right over it. <laughs> Welcome back to the Quantum Let sports, everyone's uh, whole CD play. CD. Well, well I think Ryan, uh, Ryan I'm and his D. Favorite. D. D. Work on some Stevie Wonder for this guy. I think he has a fatuation with Stevie Wonder, and there's nothing wrong with that because <laughs> yeah, yeah. the guy's a genius. Oh, the guy's yeah. a genius. You he can't bit? see. He can't see. Stevie Wonder can see better than us. He, I was gonna say, you yeah, know he, he can see, see more than the. Yeah, room. he can see way better than us. What you got, slob on your shirt? Nope. Slept in that shirt, didn't you? Nope. Sometimes I do that, so you can tell the truth. Uh, I didn't. Oh. But I did play golf with Tim Tebow. Oh, no, oh wait. so oh, you stayed at Holiday Inn? You did stay at Holiday Inn? I coached him. So that must be Tim Tebow's slob on your oh, shirt. Oh, you better believe <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Huh. We were talking about movies, but before we get back, I mean, before we get back into uh, this guy, Tim Tebow, <laughs> and Chad Johnson, what movie have you seen? Because the last one I saw was Fast and Furious. I saw the, oh, and I'm looking to go see that this weekend. I saw The Great Gatsby. And oh, it's good. I, it stay good. stay it for the whole thing. Stay through the whole movie. Yes, yeah, so right. you don't have to worry about the trailer. <laughs> no, no, like, stay for the, the trailer. Same, the trailer. Stay for the trailer. Well, I go through the credits. I don't go all the way through the end. So and No, um, you need to stay for the whole thing. I'm just trying to tell you. <sighs> to the end. Some movies I do. Some movies I don't. Because some movies at the end, like... Um, uh, Iron Man. Iron Man. Yeah. That was the worst. And the Avengers. Oh, my God. To wait to the Avengers all the way through a huge long list of names. And then you get that little taste of something at the end. That was That's cool. what I'm trying to tell you. Yes. But the Great Gatsby didn't have that, and neither does um, great Star Gatsby. Trek doesn't either. It's not going to make me cry, y'all say, right? No, it's Alex not going to make you book. cry. We'll make you, if you pay attention, it's interesting. Little Jay-Z in the middle of it, which is interesting. Music? Back in that era. Yeah. Jay-Z? Jay-Z. Didn't just he a, do the soundtrack? There's, yeah, there's just a bump of Jay-Z in there. In The Great Gatsby? Uh-huh. What kind of stuff is that? Uh-huh. It's artistic. You read the book. You didn't feel any Jay-Z can be in there. <laughs> <laughs> Jay-Z can do anything. He's doing it. Yeah, he's got uh-huh. Kevin yes, Durant he now, so he's he's doing it. He got it. Kevin Durant? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't know. Everybody's what the, going for the celebrity. I don't know what's in the water over there, but. I know what's in the water. That Illuminati in the water. He's a businessman. Yeah, <laughs> he's a businessman. He knows how to spin the language. Jay Z told you he was a businessman. This guy, you can hustle and not do, and not go to jail for a lifetime. You can, you can, you can sell crack and get away with it. You can sell anything. And tell T- everybody about it. Tebow blessed him. Mm-hmm. Right. Tim Tebow. Speaking of Tim Tebow, uh, the news. What's news about Tim Tebow? I think because they're not gonna. I wish I could finish the comment for you. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I thought it was a question. <laughs> it was. You know, all my questions are rhetorical, so I, I don't know. You, you would think the answer, but no, seriously. Uh, what's what's the news about Tim Tebow? There's no way they're taking the football out of Tom Brady's hand. Why would you bring a gimmicky um, quarterback uh, to Wildcat? Why are we even still talking about the Wildcats? Because anybody, anyone can run a Wildcat. Look what St. Louis drafted over there in the receiver coming out of West Virginia. That's a Wildcat in the seventh. All I do is hand the ball to him, do what you want with it, make a play. Um, so I don't know what's the definition of a Wildcat anymore these days, but why would we um, – when we talk about Tim Tebow, that's the first thing we think about. Because he's not going to start in front of Mallet 
And they're mm-hmm. saying uh, Miles away, polished quarterback. He's not getting the ball. Uh, the, the mistake they're going to make is what the Jets did. You Jets had a backup quarterback and Tim Tebow coming in, so they had to feel like they had to uh, pacify the media, so they put him in with plays that didn't even make sense uh, that the running back could have ran. You put the running back in that situation. So this is not news that Tim Tebow is uh, back in the NFL. I think the news is more Josh, McCown, Josh McDaniels had to be seen, had to validate his picking Tim Tebow in the first round when he was in Denver. Uh, so now he had to – and now to me, I think he had to – influence the coaching staff or management in New England that this guy can help us somewhere. And I agree with that. Tim Tebow can help you. Mm. Put him at running back. Because it's running back by committee. Uh, I think I text Alex during the week. It's running back committee. It's always been. We can name their running backs, but we name a lot of them that play at the same time Mm. over in New England. It's Tom Brady's show and Wes Worker. Wes Worker, the plays he had designed, they were pass plays. They were all run plays. It was two or three yards, and he made the best of those. And you can't beat a team if you – First and ten, the next play you're second and five. You can't beat a team consistently. I can do what I want with those. With that. I got now. I have an extra down. Now I have like a a fifth down, if you will. I did the air quotes. Um, so, <laughs> and they were good too. Um, you're getting better at them. Uh, maybe they brought him in as a character builder. You look at twelve weeks for that New, they for can New make. England? Well, no, think about this. They've got twelve weeks. They can put him on the field, see whether he fits someplace or not. All the media is going to be after Tim Peebo wanting interviews and all sorts of stuff. How is how are the other players Who's going character? to respond to the, that? The Patriots character or Tim T- Tim Tebow's? I'm thinking just looking at how the other guys the, respond on the team, not to th- increase their character or change their character. I would be curious to see what their response is to having Tim Tebow on the team. They Tim Tebow is a distraction. Yes, he uh, is. He, and that's he can not, be. Uh, well, he uh, can be if you let him. Well, I don't think it would be a problem in New England because New England, when you go to New England, you know where you're going. Everybody there are role models. Um, you play your role, and we win games. And we get to the Super Bowl, you win the Super Bowl, you go make your money, or if you don't make it in here. It's kind of that, that, that organization kind of puts in mindset of <clears throat> Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, you come there and you play your role. Tim Tebow, due to no fault of his own, everyone made the story about him and blew it up. And the things he would have did if he was playing little league football, they blew it up. So now wherever he goes, the cameras, the lights, the uh, the reporters, everything, right. it's always news. And it doesn't have to be news. But I think the Patriots is a whole different animal than the New York Jets. Hold a lot, somewhat different than the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. Um what their coaching staff and their persona and how they carry themselves and go about their business. I don't know if he's going to be – I don't know about his character. Maybe it's him uh, getting to a program and seeing some real football players and finding out, well, playing running back or H-backer would not be a bad idea. I, I don't agree with that. Uh, there was a quarterback controversy in with the Jets, with Mark Sanchez. There isn't one in New England. Bill Belichick is not attention-driven. Rex Ryan is. Mm-hmm. I really think that there are two things that they brought in Tim Tebow for. One is because Wells Walker is gone, Stephen Ridley, Leon Washington, Ryan Demps. That's their that's their uh, running back depth chart. Leon Washington will will return kicks for Wes Walker because he's the best. He's probably top five best returner in the NFL with coming back from coming from Seattle. Stephen Ridley might now be able to flank out to the side in the slot. You have Danny Amendola on the outside. Tim Tebow can definitely be a blocking back for Tom Brady on quick hits, on wide receiver screens, on things of the sort. And the other thing is that I texted you back is on first and goal from the two, 
New England was usually, before Stephen Ridley came in, they were usually in the shotgun formation. And you have that little two-yard in for, for Welker. You have a little Gronk. You have a little Aaron Hernandez. Now you can put Tim Tebow in under center and push him over the center instead of, have, instead of putting Tom Brady in that position to potentially get hurt. Because he's 37 years old, 35 years old. He's he, a quarterback. He's not going, he's not, right, but, not going but, to affect him. Yeah, but first and, one, first and goal on the one, Tom Brady usually pushes over the center if they're not in shotgun. What? And you don't have to do that with, with Tim Tebow in the, in the, in the lineup now. You can put him in for those, have him run over the left side like he always does, like everybody knows everybody he's going to do, yeah. but he has a nose for the goal line like not many people do in the NFL. Say what you wish, he can get in the freaking end zone. Tim Tebow, I'm not bringing him in for a first and goal. I'm not bringing him. He's any quarterback. Leon Washington has always been Leon Washington from the day he stepped in the league. He's always been that guy, but he still would be a better running back. First and goal, I could put Leon Washington under yeah, the center. Yeah, but you're handing the ball back two and a half yards back. No, when you can just I said I can put Leon Washington under the center. I could put any of those guys. I can put you under the center. First and goal has nothing to do with the quarterback. First and goal has to do with the offensive sure, line getting a push. Right, but if it's a running play and you don't want your prize quarterback to get hurt, you put in you put in Tebow who can run over people so like they care Tom Brady nothing, cannot. They care nothing about Tim Tebow. So I, I don't see Tim Tebow... I see a running back who's used to carrying the ball. Tim Tebow mindset is still as of a quarterback. Yeah. So he's not blocking to protect another quarterback. He'll do his best because he's a football player. Tim Tebow is an athlete. He can play football successfully, consistently. He is not a quarterback. I don't see what he can do. If I got to wait till I get on a 10 yard line, look at all the running backs they've had. It's not the 10 yard line. I'm talking about first and goal from the one. If I got to wait till I get the first and goal, then I got to come up with a better scheme, a better plan as an offensive coordinator. So I score before I get to that. Sometimes it happens. Somebody may jump. I might be first and five, first and 10, jump outside. I end up on first and goal. I got to be a better office coordinator than that. I'm, Okay, so so many times the running backs get pushed out of the two. Uh, you don't always get in the end zone. If if you don't want Tom Brady to get hurt, you put Tim Tebow in to run over There's the center. There's no offense. It's so basic. There's no offense. You, I'm telling you, you can do this. There's you, no offense for Tim Tebow, period. There's no offense for a uh, one-yard line. That's no play for a one-yard line. There's not a football play for first and goal, but hand the ball off or go over. The play starts at the line of scrimmage. That's where the play is. It's up to the offensive lineman to not get pushed back. So because a because run, a running back, all he has to do is get the ball and run forward. He's used to carrying the football. If it's first one yard line, if it's first and three, I'm expecting you to score. I'm not trying to pass the ball. This would a football. Passes which, the ball. This would, I'm, I'm telling you what I'm not, I'm not. I'm not trying to pass the ball. Football is play starts at the line of scrimmage. Where you kicking the ball off or receiving the ball. Those five guys are the line of scrimmage. That's where you set the tone in the football game. If you don't set the tone in the football game, uh, the first chance you get, then that one yard, first and one on the go, or first and one, uh, or fourth and one, it doesn't matter because it's all predicated on the offensive line getting a push. This is where you got to man up. I understand that. And Tim Tebow has no control over that. Tom Brady has no control over that. But that's what I'm saying. He has a ment- quarterback mentality. Who does? Tim Tebow. I know. I understand so that. So if I put him in the backfield and ask him to block, I'm not talking about those back- linebackers will eat him up. I'm talking about. Predominantly first and goal in inside the five yard line. That's what I'm talking about. Where Tim Tebow could shine, where he just gets the ball under center. Tim and Tebow runs. is going to shine. That's on what the field he does because he's an athlete. He's a he's a football. I'm not taking anything away from Tim Tebow. And that's all I'm saying. The why news, they brought him in? That's why I'm saying they brought him. But in. But I hear what Alex is saying is playing they could situational anybody in for, for what he's best at. Everybody's in situation. You got to know your role. Especially right. you got to know your role. And um, you could say that about anybody. We're, that's, I mean, I, no, that's what I just said. I said everybody's situational. You got to play your role. You don't play your role no more. Um, you play your role even more in situations like in places like New England, Denver, or Pittsburgh. 
you play your role, your role in those situations where those guys know we have stars, but these are the stars on our team. Tom Brady. When you think of New England Patriots, you think of who? Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. West Wecker, who was there. Yeah. Who else you think okay. of? Okay. Who else so you think what's, of? What's, so? so now you're bringing Tim Tebow into a fold where the media is going to be asking stupid questions, as we as they always do, um, just for the distraction. The distraction. Now, Tim Tebow is going to be professional because he's always been professional. The things he say are true things, but it's going to be a distraction. You don't know what young players you have on that team. Um, I guess by the end of a uh, minicamp, everyone will be in the same mindset because that's what the Patriots do. Everyone knows their role. I'm not bringing a guy in uh, just because he's Tim Tebow for situationals or, or one yard. What do you bring him in for? For one yard line? What do you bring him in for? I, I don't have to bring him in. I could have I could have drafted somebody with a seventh seventh round pick who a running back, the worst running back in college, could get me on over the end zone. I understand that, but instead of you have you have this this gift now where you don't have to turn around, hand the ball backwards to go forwards when you have a guy that's huge, that's that's built like a fullback, that can just run straight forward. Hopefully. That Tom Brady tries to do, but he's, 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 he does it at times, but the chance of him getting hurt is so much greater than Tim Tebow getting hurt. So what's wrong with uh, Ryan Mollett? What's wrong what with him? What do you him? mean? He's a second quarterback. He's not... Situational. You say you say every every player is situational. I agree with you, except for quarterbacks. Quarterbacks play from second one to the last second in most situations. Starting quarterbacks. Uh, Tim Tebow is not a starting quarterback. He's, he's not, not a quarterback. Period. Well, no, he is a quarterback he's because not, well, he on the depth is chart, a quarterback. He's a quarterback. To, to him, I'm talking about in the league. Where where can he play? Name any team. New England for specifically this reason. As a quarterback, for short he's yardage, not a quarterback. He's touchdown a, situation. You, he's a situational guy to you. Yeah, I, I'm not. I could, and I'm saying I can bring any guy in there for situationals. I can bring the worst running back in the league to hand get the ball. Up. Tell but, me who has more touchdowns as a quarterback running in college football history. Just answer that for me. Tell Zero. Me, tell me, tell me where he's running. He's running from the five yard line. That's what Tim Tebow. Well, he, when, they led the league in rushing in Denver when he was there two years ago. Because they got the NFL got smacked in the face because they didn't have a defensive scheme against it, and Bill Belichick, the evil Hold genius, on, okay, that's the, the is, mad genius. Ask me this: Is that the same thing with uh, uh, Williams, who was in Miami when they when it went yeah, into the Wildcats? Yeah, because you got smacked in the face because nobody. The lead is a copycat lead. Everyone adapts. It may take a, a, the good teams. It may take at the end of the season. You come up with a new scheme. You gonna shock, you can surprise everybody because what we planning on is a. Uh, Football and everything that's in football right now. You come up with something new. You gonna for, for three games. You gonna find a way to beat teams. Well, it's ten games for Tebow. For it was three almost ga- the full season. Nobody, nobody believes in Tim Tebow, but Tim Tebow. But he won a playoff game. He oh, won a playoff God game. Does. Who does? God. God believes in all Alex comments he's making right now. Because yeah, I'm right. <laughs> Tim Tebow, in his mind, is a quarterback. Tim Tebow is not a quarterback in the National Football League. Tim Tebow and his pride and ego won't allow him to go to uh, Canadian football. I don't think he, he should. Ball, cause I, kids, I, yeah, because he I, can't throw the ball. But I don't you got to be able to throw the ball in the Canadian football league. You don't right? have to throw the ball in the NFL? Not him. To be successful? <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm, I'm saying he, he's been different from day one, and we all know that. I understand he's he not been a different. He's not been different. The media has made, him, made, him, made different. him different. Yeah. He, what's the difference between him and Michael Vick? Uh, Michael Vick's faster and can Better throw the ball. And throw the ball? Yeah, because he's, he's Michael Vick's a quarterback first. Okay, so when Michael Vick now Which is true, right? I mean I know it's true. I'm trying to I'm trying to bring you back. I never said that it was say, different. I never said that they were the same. Michael Vick came in the league. What he did at Virginia Tech came he came in the league. Now everyone I even say Donovan, put Donovan in the mix. 
Who else was a running quarterback oh, that can throw the ball? Everybody wants him to stay in the pocket and, and pass the ball. Well, you drafted him because he made plays he's run. Same thing, real quick, with AI. You want him come in and pass the ball. AI said, you brought me in to shoot. I'm not passing the ball. Tim Tebow, you asking him. They make so much on Tim Tebow on all season, going somebody training him to throw a football. Why do I got to train him to throw a football if he haven't thrown it for four years in, in college? Why do I have to train him to throw the football and you're not going to go back to your old mechanics? Exactly. Because exactly Michael, Vick, Michael Vick, Donovan McNabb, they were quarterbacks who could run. Tim Tebow is a, a, a quarterback and it goes who runs, back to the media. Pass. And it goes back to the media making because Tim Tebow with this. No, you knew exactly yeah, what you're yes. getting him when, when you draft him. No, you didn't. So you're saying he's a first-round draft pick. No. I never said that. Tim Tebow, and I said this, well, and I keep I, I saying I never this. said that. Tim Tebow, and I, and I keep saying this, he would have been the greatest player on your team if you drafted him in the third round. Yeah, absolutely, because uh, you have no stock. You can let him go if No, you don't have the media talking about he's a first-rounder and why he's a bird. You put more emphasis on the first-rounder because of all the guys that came out, that came as a quarterback, that came out playing right away. Yeah. Right, so you put more emphasis. Are higher. If he's a third rounder, he's the best guy on your team. I said, if I could get Tim, Tim Tebow after, in the third round mm-hmm. or after the third round, he is the best jewel and on they, your team. And they probably could have, too. They could no, have. Yeah, I know. I, he is Eric Crouch that's still in the NFL from Nebraska. Remember the running quarterback from Nebraska? I remember Eric Crouch what? going to safety. Oh, yeah, and then he retired. He got his $500,000 signing bonus and retired. I remember him going to game. safety. Yeah. I remember him Willing to come because to the he's NFL faster and switch. Than well, they, they that's always, true. That's true. That's a good point. I, I, they always ask the um, quarterbacks that run in college. Well, we don't want you to play quarterback. Randall L. Hines Ward. We don't want you to play quarterback. We'll move your receiver. Why Tim? Do, why is he an exception? Well, because because in his mind he thinks he's a quarterback. He's like three Randall L's in one. The question becomes, who, what is Bill <laughs> Just, Belichick yeah, think he is? Well, I mean, he's Real, Bill. <laughs> sorry, we got. Oh, you know what? We're coming back with Clancy Corner. That's the first thing. I'm talking about Tim Tebow now. Well, <laughs> okay, what you talk about? I want you to talk about him because I'm not I got more things to blast. I can't him wait. Come on, sports talk. We'll be right back. flagship station for sports voice america sports do you love sports talk can't get enough sports talk have we got a show for you it's about the nfl training camps super bowl previews a look at the new starting quarterbacks and weekly key injuries we'll take your calls and emails right on the air former philadelphia eagle james loving is your host and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot tune in to loving that sports talk with james loving every wednesday at noon pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. 
Now some of you might still be in that place. Trying to get out. Well, let's talk right over uh, Deborah's. Uh, Thank you, Rachel. <laughs> hey, not a problem. Yeah, Clancy's corner is coming up next. Yeah. The Eminem music. So. To the no, Eminem music. Well, no we, problem, we, dude. Bounce it out. Well, you got the because uh, we were talking about this. Tim Tebow is always a story, and it's always uh, a conflict back and forth about who and what he is or or where he should be playing. Tim Tebow, I'm a fan of. I'm not a fan of him. Of a quarterback, I don't. As a, I, I, as a person, he's a good guy. And I've never met him. I've seen him. Well, I keep saying I never met him. I don't care to meet him. So when I do see him, it's not, he's not. A, he's just not another a guy. Yeah. It's, it's like me bumping into Alex. He's just another guy. Yeah, you just gotta um, get just watch the halo <laughs> over his head. You're you know, not in awe when you meet. I'm Alex. not in awe when I meet. Uh, I, I don't know. I met way better guys than him, and I wasn't in awe about it. And I just think what they did for their professional, they was the best at it. Um, I don't know. As Tim Tebow, his mindset being a quarterback, if you want to be a quarterback, stick around the league a little longer. And we saw, we see a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL hang around for 17 years, and that 10th year, they still starting because they consistent. Well, that's he that may be figure the something curiosity, out. And I know you're doing your. It's okay. Keep talking. Like, okay. I no, mean, my my curiosity on it was, what was he doing during the off season to get better? He was working I seen with him the in Arizona. Coach. I seen him in huh? He was working with quarterback coach, right? Learning, mm-hmm. yeah, working on the beach, like that whole thing that, that Donovan was, did. Uh, that was last year, um, but that's just that's, that's right just that's just it. He's still working with a quarterback coach, and I think you should I'm, to say that. I'm saying it for Tim Tebow, but I think every quarterback should have to be should be tweaked as they get older. Oh, Tom Brady yeah. should have a quarterback coach. He yeah, does. He does. Yeah. He does. Yeah. And he's he does. the same one from high school, right? You should have somebody yeah. that honestly give you a, a real opinion, a real opinion on what's going, what's changed yeah. as far as a quarterback. Tim Tebow should have a quarterback coach, but Tim Tebow has a quarterback coach to learn how to throw. Yeah, he's never going to make those throws. He's never going to make those throws. He can make them going back to his old mechanics, but we want him to be somebody else. If he can throw the way he throws. Look at um, Dan Marino. Dan Marino has a different uh, throw. Uh, who else has a different throw as well, a side you adjust off? as you get older and your body changes and your mindset changes and all that. You if you're successful, how you position. come well, to Joe Flacco even. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco can, can throws the ball semi-sidearm at times. I mean, it all depends on what's comfortable. And what if, what if he Favre. gets – Brett yeah. Favre throws underarm, underhand <laughs> and sidearm, and he was successful doing it. Uh, granted, times he just made bonehead decisions you think a guy like him shouldn't make. But if Tim Tebow can make all the plays being Tim Tebow, I have no problem with that. Yeah, and I think it has media, to be successful though. The media circus will kind of subside because Belichick isn't that. That's not what he's yeah. about. Yeah, and and they and they know the media know when you go some certain place, we not don't ask us a lot of stupid questions or you won't be called. You know when because right. the, the culture, call on yeah, yeah, just kind of like uh, the golf stuff. We're getting some golf if we have time later because the, the U.S. Open is coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like. Okay, I'll call on Deborah. You can ask a question. But you do that right. over in New England, they just won't, they won't call on you. Right. So you never get that question in unless or you, you get a corner n- non-interesting answer. Yeah. Clancy's corner. Uh, Chad Johnson, idiot. Uh, we all kind of knew that to begin with. He was a great talent in Cincinnati, but he was always, look at me, look at me. Uh, we we kind of learned to love it. He found him a little endearing until he uh, had a little domestic violence with his wife, How do you um, have a little domestic. Violence? Well, okay, <laughs> I mean, okay. Take, there was a domestic violence issue with with him and his uh, soon-to-be wife, or just new, newly new uh, wife. Um, yesterday, I, you know, here's the thing: is he, he got slapped with 30 days in jail. That wasn't even a sentencing. That was to see because he, he he missed time with his probation officer, and yeah. and then that was just to extend his probation or not. 
uh, he slaps his attorney on the behind. Male attorney. Male attorney on the behind. And judge gives him 30 days in jail. My question is. To who? My question to you and to, I'm going to ask Deborah first because right. I'm really curious about this. Holy man. Do you think that if the judge was a man that it would have been as big of an issue? My follow-up question is with all of the uh, – just the – the what he did to his wife was is awful. Like that is never acceptable. We, we understand that. Do you think that the disrespect that he showed towards the judge was immediately linked to his initial crime? First of all, I'm not sure that he showed disrespect towards the judge. She asked him a question. He responded in a natural way. Chad Johnson he, way? Yeah. I mean, when you give a guy a pat on the butt and everybody else laughs, and if you watched the uh, what happened, he didn't have a smile on his face. He wasn't laughing. He wasn't whatever. And I, my thoughts is she responded to the laughter. She took it personal. And whether it's a she or he, I don't know if a, a male judge that had, sorry, had a hard-on for him too would have <laughs> reacted in the same way or not. But I think she reacted to the laughter and got upset about that and just slapped him with another 30 days. Now, say it was a DUI or say it was a reckless DUI or something like that. It had nothing well, to do with, <clears throat> with, a fem- with another female that he disrespected. Here's, do you think it would have been linked? Well, and here we don't know because we don't know who she is as a human being and what's happened to her over her lifetime to create her response, the trigger response to what happened. Um, it could be more of a disrespect that she felt disrespected for whatever reason. doesn't matter what happened that she felt disrespected in her courtroom. And what I don't know is what's happened prior to this. I've heard some rumors. I don't know if they're true or not. I'm saying that they're rumors that there's been other occasions where he has shown disrespect. Yeah. And because of that, it was a, um, a layering type of effect where she was responding to the laughter in the room and not necessarily to his patting the attorney on the butt. Yeah, now 30 days in jail, I, they could go two ways with this. One, you give him three or four days. Like, did you learn your lesson? Don't do this again. Yeah. You're out. I feel like if they give him the full 30 days, that is ridiculous. I thought it was ridiculous as well. I that is, did I mean, not think maybe it was extend his, Maybe extend his probation. They extend it for three months. Extend it for a year. But keep him out of jail. That doesn't make any sense. He didn't do anything wrong. I, I think, first of all, Chad Johnson shouldn't have been in jail. He, mm-hmm. he allegedly butt his, uh, hey, butted his wife, uh, was Lozado, um, an argument they were having. Uh, okay, that took place. That leads up to a court uh, appearance. He missed his court appearance, which um, all he had to do was go there and do nothing, and he doesn't. There's no Show jail up. time. Yeah. There's no jail time um, even talked about, mentioned. And she was ready to rescind everything he was doing. Chad Johnson was being Chad Johnson because that's what Chad Johnson know how to do. Uh, he can't control who laughs, and the judge felt like it was a circus in her court. She, um, if it being a, a male or female, I don't think it matters. I think the whole thing stems from he should have never been in court. You shouldn't have missed it. What was more important than your uh, court case, unless somebody you had to go to a funeral, that you shouldn't be there for something you created, for something you did. Now, when you go to court, Chad Johnson, you are on their playing field now. You're not on your playing field. So you go by the, the uh, laws of the courts. You go by the rules of the courts. You go by – you do your research on the judge – just like, you, you know just like the judge did you. Right. You know your audience. Right. You do that research. You do, you find out who's who's presiding over your case. Uh, just like she did you. She knows Chad. I, I would assume because she didn't think it was personal uh, or that he was taking it serious that she was he was making a mockery of her court. And and, and everybody, if, if I'm a judge and Chad Johnson came to my court, 
acting clownish in, in a serious situation uh, because you can't really put your hands on a woman anyway. Why would you? Why would you? If you have to do that, just walk away. Or if you have to headbutt them, headbutt anybody, you walk away because you're stemming. That's going to stem from one thing, going to lead to the next, to the other. Um, but if you make a mockery in my court, then, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not thinking you're taking it serious. But I'm not going to go do research on it see who I'm dealing with. And when he does that, that that means, okay, he's not serious. Yeah, no. He, it, didn't, he didn't make a serious case out of this. So I'm going I'm to rescind that he would have got um, – uh, probation and community service. So now he gets the 30 days. You made a comment about the, thir- the 30 days. If he do 30 days in jail, I think this going to be rescinded. I think the 30 days will be rescinded because the judge is going to think about it. We all do things in a moment. And she's sure. a judge, so she can step back on her own record and look at it and say, that could have been an, he's Chad Johnson. Uh, not that he's Chad Johnson. He should get special. Anybody, anybody, uh, civilian, athlete, anybody, actor, actress, whomever. She can look, t- take a step back and say, okay, you got 15 days in jail. I'm suspending 10 of them, so you got five, a week in jail. Yeah, and I, it's, it's interesting. We're starting to see a trend now, which, we, which was the opposite trend that was probably 10 or 15 years ago. Uh, people in the media, you know, athletes, actors, you know, et cetera, used to get special treatment. They used to get slap on the wrist. They used to get all these things. But now it's the opposite. Now they're making examples of every single person that's on TV. Lindsay Lohan, I mean, that was the first one that came to mind, but you have her. You have, like, Floyd Mayweather with his domestic violence thing. Granted, that was, I mean, severity is very, very loosely defined when it comes to domestic violence because it's all severe. Anytime you touch a, a male, touch a woman, you, you need it. Something need to happen. Fair. But, and he, but he went to jail, and that was, that was no question. That wasn't because it was Floyd Mayweather. That was, Go ahead, Alex. Go ahead. No, no, I'm I, just I telling Deborah a little bit. I just think bit. that now it's, it's a trend that, that – if you're in the if you're in the media if you're in the public's eye you're going to get more than maybe you would have uh, ten or fifteen years ago. I take back what I just said. I say anytime you touch a woman, there should be something happen. Well, yeah, I, there I know a lot of women that 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 but the push the button. Should be true too. It should be true. If it works both ways, I'm I mean, fine with are, it. There are women who mm-hmm. beat the shit out of men and exactly. don't get in the same type of trouble. My mom told me if a woman hits you, you hit her back because if she was woman enough to hit you, she man enough to take that hit back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, mean, I, I don't. I don't think I. I hit one, one uh, girl. Uh, I think she liked me in high school. Not high school. It was middle school. And I'm sitting in math class. She poking me, poking me, and, I'm, and I turn around. And because I, I used to, this is when I used to love math, so I didn't really talk in math. Um, poking me, poking me. So I turn around, stop. So now the teacher sees me. I'm talking in class. Right. So she keep doing it, keep doing it. I turn around. The teacher yells at me. I, I turn around and smack the girl. Boom. <laughs> and, I, and and I got suspended. But I wouldn't have got suspended because. I would have had in-school suspension. I would have had to clean the walls. Uh, I said I wasn't cleaning the walls because I wasn't wrong. So the, what ended up happening was I had to go home and get in more trouble because I got suspended. But that's the thing. It's We go back to the situational type thing. I think when we look at what happened in court, at least the, the video that I've seen so far, and obviously I wasn't there through the whole court thing to know all that went on, but my view of it was that the judge had had an immediate human response based on her own feelings about herself, about situations, about everything, rather than a legal response. And she did an immediate response instead of saying, okay, let me take a breath, let me look at what just happened, including my court reporter who's laughing and everybody else in the court that's laughing. laughing. And and what just happened here, because I believe, and I don't know for a fact, that she had her head down. But but she didn't even see the slap on the butt. It doesn't matter. It's her courtroom. She can do whatever she wants. Understood. And that's that's true. That's that's part of the problem with the legal system is that the legal system is too – 
emotional as opposed to legal. I say this. Cases. I say this because I want to get down and dirt with Deborah, but um, he should have known what the what program. If it works, if it works both ways, male and female, I don't have a problem with it. As long as things are equally and fair, mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with it. Um, but I think I do believe Chad should have known better. He was not on the football field. No, that's what. Right. That's all he know. Yeah. But he was on her football field. Right. He was on her playing field. Um, he didn't do an end, of, end zones and answer no. or anything else. He just reached over one, and rolled a quick I mean, pat. And last, I just want to say one more thing. Don't get yourself in the situation and this won't happen. Right. Yeah. Don't, he, don't, he don't, don't hit that. anybody and this won't happen. Uh, yeah. I, I wasn't going to say don't Point hit taken. anybody. Because huh? sometimes hitting I'm, is good. I'm not as I'm not so much of a badass <laughs> as you are, I guess. I'm not, I don't, last time I've been in fight, man, it was probably a week ago. Words, yeah. are, words yeah. are a lot stronger than Yeah, Because yeah, you don't really fist. have to touch somebody. You can oh, say some words. in a heartbeat. And, yeah. But I you just want to get up for something or what? Huh? No, no. Well, uh, no, I'm just no, getting no, to, no. I want to get into the down and dirty with Deborah. <laughs> Make sure we go but, but I did want to <laughs> verbally take you down, dude. No, I, but I a four, four. Uh, let's say this real quick. <laughs> Give me uh, 10 seconds on the answer or maybe a reason why. Uh, tonight's game, Spurs or the Heat? Uh, Spurs. Why? 10 seconds. Because of the because they're going home. Whoever wins this seri- this game will win the series. I agree. Uh, somewhat. I can't fully agree with you. I'm going to go with the Heat. I'm going I just think they're they're pumped up enough that they're going to keep it rolling. I'm going to go with the Heat, but I agree with Alex that uh, whoever wins this game mm-hmm. wins the series. Yeah. Down and dirty with Deborah. Uh, I'm going to talk about courage, and the question is, is courage part of your job description? And one of the things I want to look at is I looked at courage. This is one of my seven C's of excellence is having courage, is that courage is not a word. It's not an action. It's not a behavior. Courage is a feeling. It's a feeling that we have. And when we look at the opposite side of courage, there's fear. You know, and when we face fear, what are you going to do? Are you going to be courageous enough to still understand and face the fear, know that the fear exists, but act anyway? If we look at uh, men and women who are in the military or our first, response, uh, first responders where they're putting their life on the line all the time, I don't think anybody would argue the fact that they're courageous on a daily basis. Um, we look at something like football players. When I look at my guys that I work with and they're going out every week on the field getting the shit beat out of them and everything that they do in order to prepare for that game, they are having an abnormal response to um, an abnormal situation, meaning when somebody's you know, slamming into you, it's two 300-pound guys going face-to-face and just slamming bodies into each other, that's abnormal. They have to create the courage in order to do that so that they can make the response that they have to that normal. Um, when I look at, you know, the, the levels of potential courage, think about a salesperson who goes in to close a sale, and all of a sudden they have fear come up. They have to ask for money. You know, they have to face the other person across the table. There is fear in that, and it takes courage oh. to get past that. And then we look at a parent standing at the school bus, sending their child off to school for the first time. That takes courage. Take the child who's standing there going off to school for the first time with their little lip quivering and, you know, little tears running down their face saying goodbye to mommy or daddy. That takes courage for that child to move past that fear and get on the bus anyway. For some people, it's networking. It could be asking someone for a date for the first time. Courage, there are multiple levels of courage. The bottom line to it, as I look at, you know, where does courage fit in a job description, to me it fits in everybody's job description because there's something 
uh, that you individually have to face every single day that takes courage. The question is, are you stepping into courage or are you allowing fear to take over? And what are you missing out on if you're allowing the fear to take over? And what happens is when fear takes over, what we see is hesitation, procrastination, hiding out, knowing there's something you want to do or say that you're not doing or saying because there is a level of fear, because there's levels of fear as well. So my question to both of you as well as the listening audience is, what are you going to do today? What is one thing that you can say that you've been hesitating about, procrastinating about, worrying or concerned about, that if you took one step into courage and did that one thing, you would start a whole new pattern, a whole new actual addiction to being courageous? We need that that question that I you asked me to answer. I need the full down and dirty segment time for that because mm-hmm. I because it's there are some things there's some things even when you think you've accomplished a whole lot or um, or doing a whole lot that that's a that's a good question because I, there are some things yeah with all of us there's areas we can be excellent at one thing real quickly or a though, number of things but there's other places where we're not real quickly and this is just because of time purposes we got three and a half minutes real quickly i would say i would change my time i would change how i manage my time because i can get a lot of things done if i just if i discipline myself to do it i'm not as disciplined i used to be when i had played football because i wouldn't do certain things i was just this is my job i'm only going to do this for two or three years it turns out to be longer than that but that's i didn't want to i didn't want that chance to blow by so if i can manage my time and become more disciplined to my time I, i should say I get a lot of things done. You get time to work for you instead of you working for right. time. Right, and I'm, I'm always doing stuff for other people, and I, and it's, I well, think I think about it, and I, I that's I, that's I'm never actually fair. It. That's pretty common. Mm-hmm. The reality is because that's, um, uh, and I do the same things at times. It's learning how to say no um, when you know that no is really the right answer, but you right. say I, anyway because you're just trying to be nice. Yeah, I'm always good. For, I'm, I'm I'm good to everybody. I just because I like to laugh, smile, have fun, joke. But at the that's same never time, was that taking away of your being good to yourself? I, I can find a way to make myself. Um, but I always put. I was if if everybody is happy around me, then we all gonna be happy. Mm-hmm. So I, that's that's fine. I don't, I don't like the egos. I don't don't bring egos. Don't bring your own vendetta, your own selfish uh, right. agenda. Agenda. Right. Um, if nobody's winning, if one person only winning, we're not winning. Right. So. Well, um, one thing too. Last comment I want to make that when you, um, if you think of any of those situations, the first responders, the military, the football, and of course any of the other sports, as well as what we do in um, our own personal lives, when we can focus on results, and knowing that we're going towards a result then it's easier to be in, a, in the place of courage rather than in fear. Uh, let me say, you can go to yourclearage.com. Uh, Alex, you should uh, blog more on the, um, uh, the chat stuff. Uh, I don't know, my blog site is kwamelasasports.com. Uh, I'm going to start blogging more because we, we will take the show to another level. Um, we're changing the show format anyway. It's still going to be, it's not going to be structured because that's not us. Um, but... Deborah does her thing on your clear edge. You got to check it out. I, I would strongly suggest checking out the website and reaching out for some help. Mm-hmm. I ask suddenly because everybody needs some help. They just scared Absolutely. to ask. Uh, Alex, you should you should do some more yeah, blogs. I know I'm you gonna do. Start, I'm going to start a blog actually. Yeah. yeah, start a blog or do your Facebook and suggest questions or you know because that's a story and a show within itself. Cindy's going to start doing some stuff or she's going to go back to her 
resort or retreat. No, <laughs> I'm messing with Cindy. Cindy's a good person. Cindy's always there. Cindy's been ever since I've known her. She's been that same person. She's so loyal. she's good. But yeah, yeah, she's loyal. He feels so, guilty from last week. No, actually, I don't. Oh, you don't. No, okay, I, I don't, take I that back. I don't feel guilty unless <laughs> I treat somebody bad. <laughs> I didn't mean to put words in your mouth. Uh, Melissa Logan, GOV. Uh, thank you at uh, Lucky Strike. I got Lucky Strike here in Arizona for free. Ooh. I got it. Uh, Ooh, all I do is pay for food, but that's that's gonna come through sponsor. So. I've networked with those guys. She, I had a meeting with her. It was it was an awesome meeting. So, um, I got any lucky strike in the country uh, that I want, or wherever there's a lucky strike, to put on events and and do things like that. So I probably will partner with a lot of uh, other NFL or athletic guys, whomever. They don't have to be athletes. Yeah, and then um, I will. Um, but Melissa Logan, uh, Gov. She was uh she's the one of the head person over at Lucky Strike. Took care of me, um, ran me through everything. Alex, why are you looking at me like that? I'm, I'm not. I just can't oh. wait. I just want to bowl a 280 on you. I, I have fun bowling. I say I'm going to practice more, um, but I don't. That's where we met was bowling. Yep. Uh, yeah, exactly. Alex Clancy uh, at Clancy's Corner, Deborah Debris, yourclears.com, Cindy Liska. She'll be back on the show next week. <laughs> Quarmy Lots of Sports Talk. Go to my blog. Quarmy, I'm about to start blogging again. Quarmy Lots of Sports.com. See you next week. Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.